Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, August 2nd, and we have completed week 30 of 2021. Seven months of 2021 are now in the books. We have less than a half a year to go and so much is up in the air. Now it's time to start planning the process out for your 2022 strategy. What will you do differently? Where do you think travel will be in 2022? How will your company or organization cope with all that has happened this year? Business Travel 360 would love to help you with these questions, and we would love to sit down with you and provide you with a free consultation. Feel free to reach out to us at businesstravel360.com slash contact. I also want to thank all our listeners, as usual, for listening to us every single week. We really do appreciate you tuning in and cannot thank you enough. If you have any feedback or if you'd like to provide us with any suggestions, you can send that to us by visiting us at businesstravel360.com slash contact. Now, let's get to the headlines. American Express Travel, number eight on Travel Weekly's 2021 power list, said that its U.S. consumer bookings in May were at 95% compared to May 2019 levels, and June booking trends were following similar trends. The top air destinations for U.S. card members were Florida, California, Texas, New York, and Illinois. Bookings were largely close to the travel date with 66% of hotel bookings for travel within the next 60 days. A recent American Express Trendex poll reveals some trends around those bookings, particularly related to summer travel. According to the survey, 60% of respondents plan to take at least one August vacation before returning to office. 40% said that they traveled more this summer to make up for the lack of travel last year. Nearly half, 47%, plan to travel more than usual before the school year starts. 66% plan to take a trip before the school year begins. Poll respondents were looking forward to traveling to Europe, 33%, followed by Caribbean, 21%, Asia, 6%, and South Central America, 4%. The poll was conducted in June with a sample population of 2,000 travelers with a household income of at least $70,000 per year. While travel is ticking back up to pre-pandemic levels across certain sectors of the travel industry, COVID-19 will definitely have an impact on travel preferences and booking behaviors. According to a recent report by Expedia Group, travelers not only have new expectations on health and safety, but they're also putting more emphasis on things like value-based booking decisions, such as finding accommodations that match their beliefs on inclusivity and sustainability. The online travel giant's Travel Value Index, which surveys 8,000 people from eight countries and was conducted in partnership with Wakefield Research highlights these evolving preferences as well as what travel providers can do to capture post-pandemic demand. According to the report, three-quarters of travelers say that they plan to take a trip in the next 12 months. More than one-third say that they have larger travel budgets now compared to 2020, and nearly one in five expect travel to be a thing that they spend the most money on in 2021. Across all travel segments, air, hotel, vacation rentals, car rentals, and cruises, travelers now value full refunds or enhanced cleaning above all considerations. This is a significant shift from the conventional wisdom that price drives booking decisions. In fact, one in four travelers say that they value the ability to get a full refund across all travel experiences. 
If you haven't already done this, you want to save the date of December 7th for New York City. This is when The Beat Live will be back face-to-face once again. Hosted by the BTN Group and the Beat Editor-in-Chief Jay Boimer, this year's one-day event will showcase candid commentary from industry leaders, thought-provoking speakers, and ample opportunity to network with peers. The Beat Live signature news, views, and interviews format is modeled after the Beat and delivers fortright discussion on hot topics in business travel, distribution, technology, and managed corporate travel. We will keep you updated on the details as it becomes available. For now, make sure you block December 7th off on your calendar for New York City. And now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The UK government announced that it will open to vaccinated Americans and Europeans beginning August 2nd without quarantine requirements. The new rule applies to England, but is expected to be followed by Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland shortly. The government said that international cruise sailings could also restart from England. In response to the news, the US Travel Association Executive Vice President of Policy Affairs and Policy, Tory Emerson Barnes said, British government leaders have made a wise decision in reopening England to vaccinated travelers from the United States. It's time for US leaders to do the same and set a timeline to reopen our international borders. In similar news, the U.S. has taken a different approach to international travel restrictions and has now said that it will remain in place. It's going to take some time for inbound international travel to return to normal. According to multiple reports, the White House on Monday announced that COVID-related travel restrictions will remain in place for the time being. The White House is reportedly maintaining the restrictions, which have been in place since March 2020 because of concerns of the Delta variant, which has become a dominant strain in the U.S., according to the CDC. The restriction bars entry for non citizens who have been in countries and territories, including the UK, the EU, China, India, and South America, and more over the last two weeks. President Biden said earlier in July that an answer for future of inbound travel from Europe will be incoming, and this statement from the White House this week seems to answer those questions. On Tuesday, the governor of Nevada imposed a new mandate that will require everyone to wear masks indoors in counties with high rates of COVID-19. The mandate includes Clark County, which is the home of the city of Las Vegas. Starting Friday, all employees and guests of Las Vegas hotels, casinos, resorts, and more will be required to wear a face mask indoors whether they are vaccinated or not. Masks were last required in Las Vegas in May prior to the governor dropping the indoor mask mandate for vaccinated individuals. While the mandate was still in place for unvaccinated people, it was rarely enforced on the Strip. As of this past Friday, July 30th, both Disneyland and Walt Disney World will require masks to be worn by guests aged 2 and over for all indoor venues regardless of vaccination status. This means onboard all resort transportation upon entering and walking throughout all the attractions, retail stores, and any indoor restaurants unless actively eating or drinking. At Walt Disney World Resort, this includes shuttles, buses, monorails. Face coverings remain optional for all guests in outdoor common areas. The park had originally lifted the indoor mask mandate on June 15th, but now has changed its mind based on the mask guidance issued by the CDC due to the Delta variant. Germany has said that it will require people entering the country who have not been vaccinated or recently recovered from COVID-19 to show a negative test starting Sunday. The change approved by the cabinet on Friday applies to individuals 12 years and over. It comes amid increasing concern about infections brought back from summer vacations, pushing up Germany's relatively low case rate. Mango Airlines, a low-cost airline, state-owned subsidiary of South African Airways, has suspended flying until further notice due to its inability to make required payments to the country's air traffic control. Mango Airlines called the suspension temporary in a statement Wednesday and said it plans to resume operations as soon as possible. 
Mango Airlines is based in Johannesburg and typically serves six other South African destinations. All too often when I'm traveling and I walk into a rental car center, I see people standing in line. I always ask myself, why are they standing and waiting in line? Do they not know about Emerald Club, National's loyalty program? With Emerald Club, there is no line to wait on, and you can pick up any car in the Emerald Isle Row when you book a mid-sized car. That's right, a mid-sized car. You can get a full-size, an SUV, whatever's in the car lot. So the next time you rent a car, don't waste your time. Instead of getting a mid-sized car, get an upgrade. Sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Canadian airline WestJet announced on Monday that its long-standing code share with KLM Royal Dutch Airlines is expanding. The expansion will kick off with service between Amsterdam and Calgary on August fifth, twenty twenty one. The service will operate two times weekly in August before expanding to three times in September. With this code share, travelers will be able to connect via KLM to Vienna, Brussels, Lyon, Frankfurt, Munich, and many many other cities across Europe. Virgin Atlantic has announced a new unilateral code share agreement with Middle East Airlines, offering connections between U.S. and Beirut via London Heathrow's Terminal Three. The chief commercial officer at Virgin Atlantic said, "As we recover from this pandemic, partnerships are going to be more important now more than ever." Meanwhile, the head of commercial strategy for Middle East Airlines also viewed similar sentiment. World Risk Management Organization. World travel protection is expanding into the UK with a new dedicated London-based team and a UK command centre to follow. The company, headquartered in Australia, part of the Zurich Insurance Company, already operates command centres in Brisbane and Toronto. World travel protection says that the move comes as businesses begin to recommence international travel while facing a greater obligation to ensure health and safety among travelling employees. Its core offerings include a travel assist risk management portal to track travelers, issue alerts, and manage crises, and a travel assist app for employees that features targeted alerts and an emergency button. American Airlines will partner with and invest in South American ultra low cost airline JetSmart, which is owned by the same parent company as Frontier Airlines and Europe's Wizz Air. JetSmart operates coach-only narrow-body planes from Chile and Argentina, serving 33 destinations. Delta SkyMiles will be extending medallion status for a second year in a row, meaning status will be available through January 31, 2023. Furthermore, medallion qualifying miles earned in 2021 will be rolled over to 2022 for the purposes of qualifying for the 2023 medallion status. Earlier this year, Delta launched a promotion that makes it easier to earn status, specifically flights counting towards status 50 to 75 percent faster than usual, and on top of that, award flights count towards status. United Airlines, meanwhile, is extending membership for current Global Services members through the year 2022. United on Friday began notifying qualifying members of its top-level invitation-only elite tier that their status is now going to last until January 31st of 2023, even though they've had limited air travel throughout the pandemic. The extension applies only to Global Services members who have had earned status by meeting requirements, not corporate travelers who got their status through a nomination. By their company, the latter type of membership will still be subject to the annual nomination process, according to a United Airlines spokesperson. And now, in some technology news. 
Etihad Airlines has enabled travelers using IATA's Travel Pass app on seven routes from its Abu Dhabi hub. The airline was among the first to begin testing of the Travel Pass app, in which travelers can see their destinations, health requirements, and upload relevant documentation to get confirmation that they are clear to travel, speeding up their airport journey. Etihad Aviation's group's COO, in a statement, said that customer feedback during the trial was positive, with Etihad's travelers appreciating its ease of use and data security. The airline is working with IATA to add the Travel Pass capability to more routes. As of last Monday, Southwest is now available in the Sabre GDS for business travel bookings. Monday's landmark move marks the first time Southwest content has been available on all three major GDSs. Southwest went live for corporate bookings in Amadeus and Travelport in the year 2020. According to Vice President of Southwest Business Dave Harvey, TMCs will have access to 98 to 99 percent of Southwest content. Excluded content includes promotional sales that are largely targeted to leisure travelers, such as $39 fares to Hawaii. The Southwest Saber Full Participation Agreement also includes ARC ticketing and settlement. Meanwhile, Travelport has reached an agreement with Emirates that allows its agencies to avoid the airline's global distribution fee, which it began charging on Thursday. Emirates earlier this year announced that it will introduce a surcharge ranging from $14 to $25 per ticket on all GDS bookings in conjunction with the launch of a new content and services through its NDC-enabled Direct Connect platform. Under the new agreement, Travelport agencies can access Emirates content without a surcharge via a new dedicated channel in which they will automatically be upgraded. Agents can also access Emirates NDC content and services via Travelport SmartPoint platform and programming interfaces by signing NDC-specific agreements with both Travelport and Emirates. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Oh, 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 o